Hello, Hugh Grant fans, and welcome to Hughes News, a Taking Hugh for Granted bonus podcast. Hughes News aims to keep you right up to date with everything Hugh Grant, from an announcement he's signed on to do a new project, right down to him doing a particularly saucy tweet. If it's big Hugh Grant news, we want you to know about it. The big news today is that we have our first trailer for Hugh Grant's new film, Operation Fortune, Rose de Guerre, which is due to release in January 2022. I'm Dougie Way, and to discuss this with me, I'm joined by my fellow horse and hound correspondent, Oscar Beardmore. Gray. Oscar, how the bloody hell are you doing today, mate? I'm doing very, very well, Diggs. It's all happening. It's all happening it's, all oh, at once, isn't it? I mean, it's we, kicking off. we said on our last Hughes news that 2021 has been a quiet year for Hugh, but yeah. everything is just happening all at once. We had our Hughes news last week and now we've got another Hughes news. It, it, they, they come like London bloody buses, mate. London buses. You're waiting ages for one to come. We we was, we said in the last Hughes news, we were like, oh, we haven't done a Hughes news in ages. And now look at us. Two in the space of as many weeks. Crazy stuff. Unbelievable. Where to start? We've just had a trailer. I mean, well, we've had a trailer. Before the trailer, the day before the trailer, we had a poster. So maybe we should start with the poster. We absolutely should. Yes. What are your? What do you think about the poster? Firstly, we should actually describe the poster. Mm. I guess. Yes. So what? What does it? What does it look like? I've got it up here. So yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. Hugh is front <laughs> and center of it, and he's got like we could talk about the other people in a bit, but Hugh yeah. is. <laughs> He's the main guy on the on the poster. It's like kind of gold and blue is the is the main mm. colour scheme going on. And yeah. Hugh has got this blue dinner jacket on. And he's got and he's got oh. these like similar glasses to what he wears in The Gentleman. And I think there are is there is gonna be some overlap here, isn't there? Yes, um, there is. But he's got, you know, he's got he's got a whiskey glass in one hand, a cigar oh. in the other. Oh. These these glasses on these sort of orange tinted glasses and this mm. velvet blue dinner jacket he looks class he looks stunning and it's this little bow tie as well i think interestingly as well so we've got like you say you mentioned some of the others we all we have bugsy malone the uh the rapper slash singer artist or whatever in one of those sort of classic guy Ritchie film um, yes what would you call that like tartan tartan it's like a stone island it's like a stone island geezer jacket exactly you could see someone coming out of burberry in one of those yes, bad burberry boys. yeah burberry tartan so that but which is almost like you can't have a guy Ritchie film without one of these tartan coat jacket things so mm. that's sorted the rest of them are suited and booted ready to go orby plaza looks amazing dress hair <laughs> <laughs> all of that what i think is the main thing that you pointed out what really blew me away straight away is hugh grant is front and center Front and center. I think I thought you look at him before you look at Jason Statham. Definitely, which is mental. Mm, it's interesting though because in the trailer, which I, naturally we'll talk mm. about now, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these films Hugh's now in. It's like the main guys in the credits and Hugh Grant, which is yeah, which is w- the way he's written in in this trailer. But like you say in the in in the poster, he's right there. I mean, maybe it's probably because he's the biggest actor in the in in this film. So you naturally want to yeah. put him at the front yeah it's interesting that isn't it he's like you say it's he's adopted that sort of and hugh grant thing it's like yeah you've got you've got all the main actors and they just name them off and then it's and hugh grant it's like in james bond they always go they always give you all the actors and then they go and 
Ralph Fiennes as M. It will, mm. it will always be the and blah blah. So you're so right. And I wonder whether in a lot of films, I think it's either like they're playing a bit part or a special one-off character who's maybe there for a scene or something and a, a special like, character moment. Or I guess can include the villain. So in this, maybe that makes sense. And that is where we are, like you say, at, in Hugh Grant's career now. He is the big boy. So you want to be like, and Hugh Grant. It's like, bang. It's almost like they're saying, we've tempted him out of retirement. We know he doesn't do much anymore, but he's here. So we're going to give him the and. Yeah, it's, it's like he's like at the end. So you're like, oh yeah, shit, you end on a bang. You're like, yes, and mm. Hugh Grant, worth. So what we got? Something rather nasty has been so. We have to stop that getting onto the open market. Who's the buyer? Greg Simmons. The billionaire arms dealer. Oh, a lot of very serious faces up here, aren't there? You can't catch this fish with conventional lures. I'm sorry? The lure being? Danny Francesco. The movie star. Greg Simmons' favourite movie star. And how do we get him? Blackmail. So the trailer and Hugh Grant within it, what do you think? I mean... Digs up. It, it made me really excited. I'm not going to lie. It made me so excited. Uh, Hugh, look, he, it looks like he's sort of reprising a few of the other roles that he's had yeah. in Guy Ritchie movies in particular. I mean, as we know, he's been in The Man From U.N.C.L.E. and The Gentleman. And in both of in both of those, well, particularly in, in The Gentleman, he, he has that like London armor, armor sort of London cab driver kind of geezer accent accent which he reprises here i was sort of like maybe it'd be a bit boring if he if he does that again but to be honest he did it so well the, the first time I'm, <laughs> yeah, actually, the gentleman, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it and also yeah. and, and the fact that he's playing like this kind of billionaire villain mm. i think that is enough of a difference in his character that has got me really really excited yeah definitely i agree i i think as well in the gentleman fletcher was a lot more his voice seemed a bit more sneery and he was a you know he was a bit of a he was like oh, yeah all that sort of stuff mm. fletcher was like in the shadows whereas yeah. this time he's like i am the man yeah exactly and i think that'll play off in his voice he won't be as, as like sneery and you know slimy it'll be more like it'll be foxy and like and proud and like you know just evil and Mm. I, I'm very, very excited for that. But it's interesting that you mentioned that, the the voice, because I think we are going to see something similar to Fletcher. And I think what's very interesting, and maybe we'll come on then now to what his role in the film. So he plays Greg Simmons, this weapons arms dealer. And the film is about trying to stop him from selling a new deadly weapons technology to you know people who are going to use it to blow up the world or whatever. Greg Simmons is obsessed. There's an actor who he loves called... Danny Francesco. Mm. The, the film essentially is a super spy, awesome fortune played by uh, Jason Jason Statham, and his team of top operatives recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco, to help them on an undercover mission to stop billionaire arms broker Greg Simmons from selling a deadly new weapons technology that threatens to disrupt the world order. So essentially, what I'm trying to say here is though is that Greg Simmons is a film fan. He likes films and movies, which again is just like the gentleman. Hugh Grant talks about in one of his interviews how my character is mad about films and particularly sort of 1960s films, uh, 1970s films. I thought that he might have based his wardrobe a bit on Francis Ford Coppola or Jean-Luc Godard or people like that. And uh, that's the way I came into it. 
in The Gentleman, Fletcher's written this script. He tells the stories if it's a movie. He's a big movie fan. In this, again, another similarity with him and Fletcher. He's clearly a big movie fan because this film is hooked on the fact that the whole story is around the fact that Greg Simmons clearly likes movies and likes this actor, Danny Francesco. Will someone pinch me, please? Is that Danny Francesco? What's next for you? I'm playing a mysterious self-made billionaire. You just described me. Shadow me. Do whatever I do. Whatever I do, do. So those are similarities as well there. And also one final one that I noticed, and this is maybe a potential stretch, but Hugh Grant and Charlie Hunnam, the, Hugh Grant's character, Fletcher, really fancies Charlie Hunnam and makes lots of uh, mm. <laughs> passes towards him throughout the film, which is quite funny. And in this one, potentially, Greg Simmons, when he meets uh, Jason Statham, he's like, Awesome fortune. That is a sexy name. So I wonder whether we're going to have some of that homoeroticism also mm. come up. So basically what I'm trying to say is it does feel like he's going to reprise many characteristics as well and to be honest i'm here for every single one of them yeah and i think we're obviously speculating at this point but you can imagine that hugh wanted to play this role because he is a big fan of cinema but i think he also loves to take the piss out of that quite real real thing where celebrities i think can be quite taken by someone else famous giving them flattery and I think this is, this is exactly what's going to happen in this film. Like, Q is this, like, billionaire who thinks a lot of himself, but, like, is a massive showbiz fan and is is sort of lured in by this big Hollywood actor who he, who he sort of, I don't know, maybe he fancies or... He, yeah, you know. yeah. It could be a bit of that as well. Yeah, that's so true. It's interesting as well. So, the, with, with this, it just made me think, though, like, it does sound a lot like Team America. Have you seen that film? <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen. I don't know if you remember Team America that well, but Team America... I'm struggling to to explain this to me. (laughs) So, Team America, right, for people at home who don't know, look it up, came out in like 2004 or something, made by the people who made South Park. I found it funny when I was a kid. Did you find it funny when you were a kid? We were like nine or whatever, and it was like hilarious, right? I think watching it now, you'd be like, Christ, this sucks. But anyway, essentially, Team America is an anti-terrorist organisation that go around, blow up terrorists, and the meantime they also blow up like the world like i think the opening scene is them destroying paris in their attempt to like take well, out it's a terrorists. piss t- it's a piss take of the george bush administration who yeah. went around trying to blow up the world after 9-11 basically exactly exactly remember this so that's a team of operatives and i don't know if you remember in this film it's a team of operatives led by awesome fortune right they then in team america they go and find a broadway actor his name is Gary in uh, in Team America. They go and find a Broadway actor and they say to him, right, you're an actor. We need the best actor in the world. You need to go and infiltrate the terrorists by acting as a terrorist. So I remember now. This sounds pretty similar to this. Like we find an actor. It's like we need to go and infiltrate this guy because in Team America, it's because all the terrorists are getting this deadly weapons of mass destruction that are being sold to them by King Jong-il. Mm. It's all a bit awkward. <laughs> Where this is the same thing, but it's sort of the other way around, where Hugh Grant is the one selling the stuff, yes. and the actor's going to infiltrate him. And so it it does really feel to me a lot like Team America. <laughs> there is that incredibly, in hindsight, racist scene in Team America where they dress oh, up God. Yeah. Gary in... What a stereotypical yeah, terrorist garb. Yes, basically. And then, and, <laughs> and then he's like made to 
speak Arabic and he just sort of mumbles something and then the terrorists invite him into their lair. Yeah, yeah, mate. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. South Park just seems to get a fucking free ride, don't they? I don't know mm. I don't know why they're, they're fine. I guess... It's because it's cartoon. Exactly. And I imagine even watching it now, I might be like, ah, this is fine. Even mm. though if anyone else did it, I'd be like, right, you're cancelled. I'm mm. not watching your programme. Anyway, it takes, I, I, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I guess the what you made of the cinematography in this film. Yeah. It says, um, and we knew this already a little bit, that uh, the filming took place in Turkey in, mm. and in Qatar. Mm. It, it has all the hallmarks of a classic Guy Ritchie film. Guns. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. Swearing. Okay. Punch-ups. <laughs> yes. You know, big kind of like epic scenes in epic places yeah what did you make of it i thought like we were talking about it the other day and and we were like oh I, I think i definitely was like oh you know I'm, i don't know how excited i am watching that trailer though you see all the explosions going off seeing all the places they've been to seeing all the characters just be themselves i'm just like yeah i'm just fucking fully up for this now mm. i can't wait i mean i just think it's gonna be exactly what Guy Ritchie's other films have been the gentleman and uh i guess also the man from uncle just explosive sexy flashy and i'm just there to be taken along with the ride i can't wait what about you you can criticize guy Ritchie all you like and there's plenty of people who do but the one thing that you have to say about his films is that they're entertaining you, yeah you know when you buy your ticket yeah you're going to come out of the cinema entertained even if the storyline and the plot isn't the best and i guess it remains to be seen whether this is a good storyline but regardless you know that you're going to come out and and be royally entertained. And I think this is what's going to happen. I think so. And one thing I would say is I just hope there's a shitload of Hugh Grant. And genuinely, <laughs> not just because I'm a Hugh Grant fan, just because I just feel like that is what I will need to come out of this film and really enjoy myself. Like, in The Gentleman, every scene that he was in, he just stole. He just made that film his own. It was so good. And if he's at all on the same form which of course he will be it's just going to make the film so much better he's the per- he is the perfect actor for guy ritchie movies as well because he is he doesn't take himself too seriously but he mm. delivers the lines in such a entertaining way as well and and he plays like a kind of classic villainy guy and oh he's just so sick i <laughs> know <laughs> yeah i literally can't wait and also like oh, there's just a bit as well like so you know we we see all the like the classic Cockney stuff and him being all proud and stuff. But there is a there is a shot that I saw in this where he stood there and he and he's 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 like he's got his shirt and it's like buttoned really low down. He's got this little you see this little necklace. He looks his hair looks a bit more misshapen. He looks like he looks almost dirty, rugged. He looks he looks he looks bronzed and he's like <laughs> and he and he looks really rugged and he says in this like low really raspy register because I in the rest of it you know he's been giving it all to Cockney but this is a, a lot lower and it's almost I can't even really hear the accent he's like he's like you stop Danny Francesco and I'm like oh shit oh shit we're going to see proper villain Hugh man and I I really want to see him be a real bastard because we didn't mm. get to properly see that in the gentleman he was like kind of like a villain sort of thing i don't know but this i want to see him order someone to be thrown into like a pool with sharks and they're eating alive <laughs> i want i want to see hugh grant shoot a fucking gun i want to see some crazy shit man. yes I want to... that would be sick exactly i want to see hugh grant being a villain and doing some crazy stuff i want to see him stand over someone with a pistol yeah and, he, and then just pull the trigger and the screen goes black <laughs> 
this is this podcast is what they'll be playing in court one day about us and be like, this is toxic masculinity gone wrong. Two men just be like, I want to see Hugh Grant shoot a gun. <laughs> but I do. I want to see Hugh Grant perform some violence on people. Oh, God, that's what I want. Oh. Well, it's going to be the perfect start to 2022. And, oh, yeah, you know, I remember when we first started this podcast, Diggs, two years ago, actually, almost to the yeah. day. Oh, my God. Yeah. In fact, we're coming up on our two year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, we released our first episode on the 14th of December 2019. Wow. I remembered it, obviously. Um, of course. <laughs> but it was pretty much two years to the day where we went to see The Gentleman in the cinema. And yeah. Uh, oh, I hope we're going to get... To, when. When is the release date? What's the release I date? Th- uh, listen, I think it's the 23rd of January, which is just <sighs> too, late. too late, isn't it? I know, it's really annoying. Maybe there's a way we can go and see a press screening. Maybe I'll... <laughs> maybe we could try and work that out. There mm. must be a way. Well, oh, God. as we mentioned, maybe if... Okay, look, we, we, we need to work on this press junket thing. Yeah, we do. We do. We need to be one of those people who gets to see the film early so they can ask the questions. Exactly. Exactly. Come on. We need to see this film early. We need to see it together. I'm so much more excited about this than I thought I would be. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm buzzing. What a buzz. Maybe I'll watch Team America in preparation. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get me in the mood. <laughs> yes. Oh. Fabulous. We'll keep the rest of this conversation for the review, the full review. Exactly, exactly. Which will come, obviously, as as soon as the film's out, we're going to go and see it. We'll book our tickets. We'll have a review for you up within, you know, days of seeing it. And listen, maybe if we're lucky, we will see it before it even comes out and we'll have a review then as well. That'd be amazing. That would be epic. But there you go. Right, gang. Go away, what, look at the post if you haven't, watch the trailer if you haven't, they're both great. But otherwise, we will see you here again for some more Hugh Grant chat, some more Hugh Grant films, some more Hugh Grant fun next time. Make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're following, and uh, we'll see you then. See you, everyone. Bye. This is the end of Disney. We hope you feel very Disney. About Hugh Grant. Disney. And everything is very Hughes News is a Taking Hugh for Granted production and is produced, edited and presented by Diggory Waite and Oscar Beardmore Gray. The producers of Taking Hugh for Granted would like to state that this podcast is in no way associated with the actor Hugh John Mungo Grant, nor does it endorse his views or represent him in any way. Instead, by creating this podcast, Oscar and Diggory hope to celebrate Hugh's illustrious career, reliving his old classics and shedding light on some of his hidden gems. Hugh, if you're listening, we hope you approve.